0: Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation used very often by narcissists and other cluster B toxic personality types. The idea behind gaslighting is that the person using the technique wants to really kind of dig into the other person's sort of psyche and make them kind of doubt themselves, their memory, their sanity, their perception of the world in general, because ultimately by doing that, they make that person more controllable by them, the narcissist or other type of toxic person. I did a little poll in the SPAN group on Facebook and I asked them a very simple question. I wanted to know what experiences they had during gaslighting. I asked them to share their most memorable gaslighting experiences and I promised them that while I would use their information, their quotes, their thoughts, I would not use their names. So that's what we're talking about today at QueenBeing.com I have 78 different gaslighting experiences to share with you and I think if you listen to them you will find several themes going through the Narcissist's words and these experiences that these other survivors have had. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and CPTSDfoundation.org My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome Narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship-free So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Alright, we're just gonna jump right in. I've got lots to share with you today. So I just want to remind you before I get started. Number one, these are not my own thoughts that I'm about to share with you. These are the actual experiences of other survivors who are going through or who have recently gone through this kind of abuse. And number two, some of these experiences use the he pronoun and some use the she pronoun some use the they pronoun. In any case, they are from people of all different walks of life, different sexuality and different lifestyles. But one thing remains common and that is that gaslighting seems to be almost uniform across the board. The most interesting thing when I did this poll was how many people were me tooing everybody's statements? How many likes and how many commiserations were happening? This is proof in my opinion that it's really not you. Please take a few minutes and listen to this video and tell me what you think, because this might really help you realize number one, that you're not crazy and number two, that maybe you really are dealing with a toxic person, especially if you can relate to a lot of the things here. So let's get right into it. Number one, he'll call me names and when it's brought up in conversation later, he doesn't remember saying it or what the context of our conversation was. As if that matters. He'll also do things to me that he would never put up with and call me crazy or a sensitive snowflake when I react. Number 2, he also says that he knows what people are thinking and that he's a bit psychic. Number 3, blaming rude loud tone of voice, denying everything negative, then in an instant talking sweet to me, tries to kiss on me. Number 4, I know I didn't say that to you because I know that's something I would never say. Okay, so it was wrong to call you that, but I was angry and I'm sick of you calling me a liar. My memory is horrible and I know you can't be perfect, so there's no way it happened like that. I swear on my mother and my kids that those pictures deleted themselves, things a narcissist says. Number five, He told me things that were said or done never happened, made me doubt myself and doubt what actually occurred. He was incredibly good at manipulating the truth to retell everything into a completely different version of events that ended up making him look like the victim. It was to the point where I had to start documenting things, writing things down exactly as they happened and documenting times, dates and facts, screenshotting things, etc. Just so I could be absolutely sure. Number six, totally denied things he did and said, even minor things that should not seem to need denial. Then he would say apologize for how rude you are. Number seven, totally denying the things he said when I know for a fact he said it, trying to make me feel like I was crazy. Number eight, telling me he already told me something when I know he totally never did tell me. He is trying to get himself out of trouble and make me feel stupid and forgetful. Number nine, my ex-narcissist favorite way, believe it or not, was after a discard when time had passed and he was coming back around, he would say the reason we split wasn't the way I remembered it happening. Once he even had his brother ready to back him when I knew different. Number 10, I would ask her, is something wrong? She would say, well, since you brought it up. Number 11, I was lucky enough to be involved with a covert narcissist. So there are bound to be worse. After years of little gaslights that turn huge, It's like a death by a thousand cuts. Number 12, mine made a pact with me that we would both deactivate our Facebook accounts. I did for two months and then I went back on to message someone that I didn't have any other way to contact. The a-hole was still on Facebook and had never deactivated. I called and he said that was my idea and that he never said he would deactivate his account. Big fat lie. He really pushed me to get off Facebook, not the other way around. I knew right then he was a lying POS. I started researching his behavior and that's how I found you Angie. Without you, I am sure I would still be trapped in that cycle of abuse. Number 13. Mine said that because he got hit on so much, I told him that I knew he liked Facebook and that he shouldn't have to change just because I was in the picture. I deactivated my Facebook out of respect for him and to make him feel more secure. Later, his Facebook kept showing up in the background of his phone and he was tagged in posts while he was supposed to have been deactivated. He also texted me once from a messenger app, which I don't have on my phone and we had never communicated that way before. When I asked him about it, he said he didn't know how that happened. He also got on to me about Instagram, which I don't really use. while he was still active there as well. Number 14, when he would become interested in someone at work or otherwise and I would find out and bring it up, he would say, I can't help it that women find me attractive. Number 15, blaming me for him cheating, blaming me for calling the police, even though he was attacking and choking me, telling me his family would never call the police telling me that I wasn't vulnerable enough even though I would tell him pretty much everything, trying to accuse me of cheating if I was 5 minutes late from work. Number 16, my narcissist was famous for gaslighting. Not only did he use all of my own statements, but he was also a finger pointer. His statements were him justifying his actions because of the way I was, making me always feel like the one in the wrong and that I never did anything right. Here are just a few of his statements that he would repeat in multiple arguments. Did you ever try thinking maybe I don't try because of your mood swings? You're always so negative. What makes you think I want to be around you when you're like that? Just because you're crying doesn't mean you're right. What makes you think I want to have SEX with you when you act like this? You overthink and listen to others, not me. You take me for granted. No, you're the one with the attitude. You don't respect me. You're just jealous. Number 17. I was always feeling like I was having to defend myself and how I felt when really he was watching my wheel turn to making me doubt myself and avoiding his flaws. Number 18, mine would send me a slew of nasty messages blast me on the phone and then give me the silent treatment for 2 or 3 days, then say that I was the one giving him the silent treatment even though I had sent the last message. I'm sorry, was I supposed to keep checking in on you and make you feel better while you were punishing me? Number 19, he called me a stupid, illiterate, ignorant, blah 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 and then 5 minutes later came out and asked me how to spell pizza. My son, who was 7 at the time, overheard it and came out and said, why would you ask her to spell pizza? She's a stupid, illiterate and ignorant, remember? Then he says, allow me to help you. It's P-I-T-Z-A. Know how to spell cat? It's K-A-T. Can I help you tie your shoes you idiot and walked away. Number 20. Things they said they would do or take responsibility for, they would later change and deny ever having said it. For example, they said that I said some horrible things I would never say. She said that I dumped her when we had both decided together that a long-distance relationship wouldn't work. She denied insulting me and changing what she had said so many ways. She pretended like nothing was happening the day after going in to rage, throwing things, flipping tables, saying she was leaving me. Number 21, it's always I'm just teasing or I was just joking or I'm just messing with him. Then why isn't anyone else laughing? Not to mention if anybody gives it back to him, he can't handle it. He can dish it out, but he can't take it. His ego gets hurt. Number 22, telling him plans for upcoming events, usually holidays or family functions that he always ruined and saying I didn't tell him when I did, like 10 times. It was to a point that was beyond forgetful and I think it was done to make a reason to fight as he ruined just about every holiday, but like 2. I was reminded by family members about me crying in the bathroom as he would on Thanksgiving as he kept calling and being abusive because I was not home by like 8 p.m. with the kids. It was awful and stupid. Number 23, if I would get upset when he would tell me he never said something, then he would say listen to yourself, you really have an anger issue and you love to cause conflict. Number 24, telling me how when they were verbally abusive, it was because of my actions. Number 25, telling me when they hurt my feelings, I'm too sensitive or I can't handle criticism, when what they're saying is just mean and not really helpful criticism. Number 26, going through my social media, emails, electronic devices and making a false narrative with cheating. It can be other stuff, accusations when what they are looking at is none of those things to prove their delusions. 27, forgetting important detail or changing details in their actions. 28, he would say I never said that and I was just joking. 29, his favorite phrases were, I never said that, stop twisting my words, when I would echo them back to him verbatim, you're insane, you're effing crazy, I don't remember that happening, stop giving me a hard time, when I would casually ask about his day. Number 30, I can literally be sitting quietly and he'll say, look at you, why are you getting all worked up? Number 31, mine said, your sensitivity is an issue. Number 32, mine would call me the abuser. Number 33, say they said something or did something they didn't do, along with I forgot. Not occasionally, but often and I felt like I was nagging him if I reminded him about things of importance. Number 34, mine will say I didn't know right after I tell him. Number 35, telling me I'm mentally ill when I'm not. This got so bad that I ended up in a mental health facility and I was told that I was 100% sane and told point-blank by mental health professionals about gaslighting. They will take your pain and your mental anguish from dealing with the abuse and they'll turn it around on you. 36, rewriting history where I'm the villain resulting in me questioning events, 21 years worth. 37, move stuff that I'm using. Just did it yesterday. Insisted I moved it. I was fixing a bicycle and there's no way I would put the wrench away until I was done as I was sitting on the floor and it's hard for me to get up and down. I was freaking out that it had just disappeared. I finally found it in the junk drawer in the kitchen. The confirmation was she had closed the adjustable wrench. I would never do that. Sometimes she will do this with valuable things or at least things that are important to me. She will either just throw it away or or dump it on the dirt floor of our outdoor shed. It's not like she's super organized either and has a massive pile of shoes like a hundred pair or something that I would like to throw out, but I never will. Yet if she comes across something of mine, I may never see it again. 38. I get a lot of I told you blank. I used to think I was losing my mind. Then one day at her brother's house, I listened closely and knew what she said and called her on it. She said, I didn't say that, I said blank. Her whole family then stepped up and said, no, you didn't. You said blank, confirming that I was correct and heard her right. So I get a lot of, you don't pay attention and you heard me wrong. Another during unmasking or hoovering is that she will say, I will never do blank again, I promise. Then she will do the same exact thing, sometimes within a few days. Number 40, I was trying to set healthy boundaries with my older sister and all she could say is you're jealous, you're lonely, you want attention. I was dumbfounded by her total disregard for my needs and how she refused to acknowledge my adult conversation by telling me I'm just a big crybaby. It was gaslighting. She's trying to make me believe that I'm self-absorbed, self-centered, lonely and jealous of her. I see projection here too. She accused me of the things that she was guilty of too. Number 41, mine doesn't rip me up personally, but treats my younger kids like crap from a former marriage. He is diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but he has far too many signs of a narcissist. One tactic he'll use is if we're in conversation about the way he's treating someone and I'll say to him, why are you treating him or her like that? They've done absolutely nothing to you. You're acting like a big bully and when you treat my kids bad, you're disrespecting me too. He'll say, I know it's true. Your kids don't respect me at all. I know this. What the heck? Seriously, we weren't just talking about about him getting lack of respect and he will totally dismiss what I just said until I get irate and literally want to either rip my hair out or gouge his eyes out. takes everything within me to keep cool and calm because I now know what he's doing. He wants me to flip out so that I look like the psycho one who's doing wrong. I'm embarrassed to say that I've been with him six years and I probably should have left a long time ago. I straight-up told him that I don't want to marry someone who treats my kids, now teenagers, like crap. He's on disability for the bipolar, which was fine. I knew this when I started dating him. He doesn't want to do nothing but boss my kids around and act like we all owe him something. I asked him if he's ever been diagnosed with a personality disorder and he said no, why? Everybody has a personality disorder. Then when one of the kids would give it back to him, he'd say your son has anger issues. What's his problem? I'd say it's you and he'd say I'm just sitting here. I'm not doing nothing to nobody. Totally forgetting about the verbal abuse. He showed Son for the past 6 years. My son was 12 and chubby when we started dating and about a year and a half into with the relationship, this guy shows his true colors and every time my son would get in the fridge or cupboard for something to eat, he'd say, what are you doing coming to feed again? Well, eventually my son lost weight and lost like 75 pounds and is now 18. He's wearing a size 31-32 and is skinnier than my narcissist. Number 42, this happened every weekend I was at his house, the last six months of hell. He would wait until I left his house and then text to say he wanted to talk. He would then call and make accusations of cheating. It was always that someone messaged him on Facebook saying they were either sleeping with me or had seen me with different men. Mind you, I was never introduced to anyone he knew and in return, I refused to introduce him to anyone I knew even though he whined about it. He would refuse to show me the messages or give me a name and even go through with my suggestion of having this person accuse me in my presence. Anyway, eventually he would pretend snore and act like he was asleep. Yes, it sounded that fake. The next day he would deny, deny, deny that, he accused me or even talked to me on the phone. They are bat poop crazy. Number 43, I went to the police station and got a 17 year old report because he made me question what had actually occurred. It's very sad. Number 44, he would talk to me when I wanted to go to sleep and when I called him out on it, he would act all surprised saying he was fast asleep until I woke him. Number 45, Keeping the most required, And most often use things in the house like keys, biscuit boxes, etc. in different places every time so that I search frantically. Number 46. Once he had hidden away my school and college certificates. I had to reapply to my university and after I got the duplicates, my originals reappeared magically. Number 47. He withheld SEX, not that he was any good at it and tried to make me think it was my fault. The narcissist would say, maybe if you wore your hair in a ponytail more often, I'd have SEX with you. Maybe you should cut your hair. I like short hair. I would cut my hair and then he would proceed to withhold SEX for an entire month in response to me cutting my hair like he'd asked instead of it making things better. Number 48, I would say you never kiss me. I'm always the one who goes to kiss you. He would say maybe if you didn't wear lipstick, I'd kiss you. So I'd stop wearing lipstick and he would never once kiss me. Number 49, the narcissist knows my family was too poor to get me a bike until I was an older kid, but they saved and it meant a lot to me. I'm proud of it. He on the other hand was spoiled as a child. I haven't been on a bike in years, but I relearn quickly and I ride as normal. I relearn just for him, because I want to make him happy. So the narcissist insists that we go biking, then he zooms up ahead of me on his bike, doesn't even wait for me to sit down on my bike. Then he tells me, I can't be with someone who rides their bike so slow. I can't even bike as fast as I want because you're so slow. What is wrong with you? Why are you so lazy? Then the narcissist says I take too long putting on makeup. He makes it into a big issue in our relationship. So to show him I care about his needs, I wake up early one day and I don't put on makeup so we can go bike riding. I have body dysmorphic disorder. So this is a big deal that I'm doing this just for him. I'm proud to be outside without makeup. He takes a selfie of us and I assume that it's innocent. We start biking and he says if you don't bike faster and do this bike trick I'm telling you to do, I will post this selfie of you without makeup all over the Internet. When I refuse because I don't feel safe doing the bike trick, he zooms up ahead of me and disappears into the distance leaving me by myself. I sob and I cry and I break down that he could try to hurt me with the very thing I did just for him. Later when we get in the car, he claims you're much prettier without makeup. Can't you see that? Trying to convince me that what he was doing was not emotional assault, but rather that he was trying to teach me how pretty I am. I knew there was something extremely wrong with him after that one. Number 50, little things like telling a story about something that happened in his past relationships, then telling a slightly different version. When I brought it up, he denied the earlier version. Built up to the discard, when he said a month before we broke up that I was a good woman and someday he would marry me, then we broke up, he said he never said that and I imagined it. Number 51, he always said I was so disorganized and lost everything that's valuable and he would hide or throw stuff away and he would say I've lost it again. I cried and I couldn't believe how many times I lost things, but it was all him all this time. Number 52, I came home from a prenatal swim class at like noon. I'm very pregnant. He is smashed drunk with his bestie buddy and this drunken train wreck of a lady. I had specifically asked him not to have a party that day because I was so tired, but he did. He said they'd be gone in an hour. They weren't, so I say, you know, I'm super tired. Can you guys please either go in the other room and maybe think about wrapping this up in the next hour so I can rest and then that starts an argument about how I'm ruining his life, being inconsiderate to his needs and feelings and how I'm making him uncomfortable in his own home. They all force me outside in the pouring rain as it's the only place I can get some peace. So I'm out there on the hard concrete. They're still partying. Then they come out and right in front of me, the narcissist picks this girl up, puts her on the broken washing machine outside and she wraps her legs around him and starts dry humping him. They see me and go inside. I go inside and she's undoing his shirt buttons and still rubbing up against him. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of my house. I've had enough. Then he starts screaming and shouting. It's nothing. I'm crazy. She's not done anything and his buttons aren't undone. I'm hallucinating and ruining his life with my jealous rages. They all go, I think, to the pub. Later he returns and the fighting continues. From that day onward, he denies it happening. It says I'm crazy, there's something wrong with me, but I saw it happen. Number 53, it was so subtle that even now I can't pinpoint the exact ways clearly, but usually when confronted, she would take the conversation on an insane roller coaster and make my head spin so much that I didn't even know what we were talking about anymore. I was never able to get any clear answers to my clear questions, only accusations that I was somehow responsible for all of this situation. For example, I asked her, why she had been so distant and didn't say a word to me while we were spending time together with mutual friends. She would reply something like, me and -and so-and-so thought that you were not excited about spending time together. Many times the gaslighting involved other people with whom she had talked, supposedly, about the current situation. Number 54, every single conversation was a gosh darn game of situational word salad, where by the end of it I had zero idea what the subject was. All I knew is that I hated myself at the end of it and I thought I was the problem for everything in our marriage. Number 55, my narcissist used to say, I don't care what you think you saw, it didn't happen. I never said that, you're so insecure, you make things up in your head. Number 56, I caught him sexting and he told me that he was catfishing his friend's girlfriend. The trouble was, he was sexting multiple women, how stupid do I look. Number 57, mine would say, stop trying to think you know what people are thinking all the time. Number 58, I suspected he was having an affair with a girl I worked with that I introduced him to. She started being really mean and weird with me at work. He'd say you're crazy. You're always looking into things way too much and too deeply. You always do this. This is why we fight. I started to hate myself and think that I was crazy. Turns out he was having an affair with her for a year before I walked in on it. Number 59, He would turn everything around and make it my fault and accuse me of things he was doing. Here are some actual excerpts from an email. You put all kinds of negative stuff on me and just expect me to deal with it. And I also have to deal with the knowledge that you should know everything I'm going through. You don't really care about that because if you did you wouldn't be doing those things to me. Number 60. After telling me he hates the Catholic Church and would not meet my parents, no one asked him to, he says this is not open for discussion. I just can't take the emotional hit right now. If you try to go there, I will just go away. I just can't take the emotional taxing anymore right now. I need my space and rest. If you push the issue, I'll go away. Number 61. He would always accuse me of things he was doing, but if I accused him, he would say that I was accusing because I was guilty, but he was accusing me because he had a feeling and his feelings were never wrong. He would tell me that I had to have cheated on him because that was human nature and everyone cheats. At least he was honest about it. I would hold on to my secrets, so he would never know. He would also cheat and blame me and say that I wanted him to cheat, that by introducing him to my friends, I knew he would want to have sex with them or that I purposely let him overhear a conversation. So he knew a girl I used to be friends with was a prostitute. I want him to cheat, he said, so I would set him up because I wanted to lessen my guilt, so I made it so he could sleep with my friends. He would also tell me that I wanted to control him and I abused him emotionally. He claimed I kept the kids from him because I was cheating and that I was a heroin addict when he was using drugs. He was always telling me I did things he was actually doing, but then he turned it on me. Number 62, I was married for 25 years and I have four children with my ex-husband, who was a very hard worker, but turned into a drug addict because he had back surgery. Then he got hooked up with a quack who got him hooked on three of the strongest pain meds they could make. He refused to get help and I couldn't subject my children to it. Any longer. We divorced, and unfortunately, a couple of years later, he overdosed and lost his life. But before he passed, I had already started dating my now narcissist. I was already divorced, and he came along and was so attentive, complimenting, charming, good to my kids, etc. He talked to me moving into his town, and the rest is history. He is not intimidated at all because the children's father is no longer living, and neither is mine. He has everyone know that he's this great guy, and he's always super nice to my younger kids when my older boys, 29 and 22, are in town for a visit. It makes me sick. I even spoke to his family about it and they said they would call the authorities to remove him from the home if that's what I want. He's never been physically abusive, but verbally big time. Number 63, he'd say you never appreciate me or anything I do. You see, you see how you treat me anytime I questioned any of his behavior. He would stalk my Facebook page, my likes and fight with me about emojis. He even made a new female friend and told her he might be going to the area soon. When I complained, his defense was I said I would be going down there to see my friend. The worst thing, one time he left the gas on in my place so that I could think it was my child and that I needed him there to watch my differently-abled son. I know my kid, it was him. That little bit of jewelry I had also went missing and he said, oh look again, it's there. He would fight and say, I'm cheating to deprive me from hours of sleep. One day I said, yep, you're right, I'm a cheater, so leave me, get out. His response was no, you would never do that. Number 64, the most common theme was his lack of engagement and failure to remember things I told him. When I would gently bring up that he wasn't paying attention to me, he'd flip it back on me every single time. He'd say I was the one who wasn't engaged, that I was the one sending short texts, that I never told him something. I told Him, Usually more than once. I always knew that this meant he was seeing another woman or three and couldn't keep things straight But I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I knew he was gaslighting me, but I so wanted to believe that he was just hurting and needed my understanding that I denied my intuition over and over. His stories never quite matched the actual timeline and my spidey senses just kind of went haywire. The last straw was when I followed him to a hotel to meet his new supply, actually an old supply and he told me they met in her room at 6 a.m. No less for coffee. We're just friends. He would say, OMG, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that. She was a friend of mine who lived blocks from me. She was complicit because she knew about me. They can have each other. Number 65. You've been looking for an excuse to end the relationship for months, the narcissist said after months of me making special plans for us, doing special things for him and trying to get to the bottom of why he was so distant only to catch him meeting up with the same damn woman he said he was no longer in contact with by asking him if he wanted to see other people because he'd been so distant and disengaged and I wanted to give him a legitimate out, he says I planted the idea in his brain and that's why he cheated. So it's totally my fault. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. That's probably my favorite gaslight moment. Number 66. You said you didn't want to come, the narcissist told me when I'm all prepared and waiting for him to pick me up. Isolating me was obviously pretty important to him. Number 67. Back when we were first dating, his ex was a huge problem calling all the time when she knew I was there, saying he would be with her during the week when I was at my place, which now I realize was probably true. She even called my cell phone. I wonder how she got my number. Of course, she was lying and crazy. We were in the honeymoon phase, so I believed him. One night we were out and he left me to go chase her around the bar. Of course, when I got upset, I was imagining things. He was also good at twisting arguments to make me look like an idiot. He would constantly ask me stuff and then go ask his friends as if I didn't know what I was talking about. When I would get pissed, he would tell his friends only about the isolated incidents so that I looked petty. He didn't tell them that he had done it at least a thousand times before. Then there was the involving of friends in our problems. Well, his version anyway, outside of my presence, of course, only to come back and tell me how everyone thinks I'm drama, crazy, a bitch, etc. This only made the isolation worse because I had already stopped seeing my friends and family and now his quote-unquote people aren't supporting me either. Essentially, I had no one except for his fan club who thinks he's great and I'm left questioning my own sanity. Number 68. He would get paid every Friday and hand me 200 bucks because out of his 800 or so paycheck that was fair, right? But then by Monday he would be broke asking me for money for gas and smokes. By Wednesday, he would be telling me how lousy I am at managing money. Why do I always have so much trouble paying the bills when he gives me money to help me out every week? My paycheck paid all the bills with no money left. Number 69, deflect and distract. Mine even told me early on in those words that he used this tactic at work. I should have known he'd use it on me. It was so gratifying to call him out for it when he did. He got so frustrated when it didn't work and I labeled it. Number 70. After seeing 250 texts exchanged in one month on the bill, he says, we're just friends and I, I like talking to her. And when I asked him why he would call a hotel ten times in three months, he said, I didn't do that. Maybe someone else used my phone. Are you kidding me? I'm too smart for that BS. It's hilarious. Number 71. He would gradually hurt me with insults, grounding me at home or taking away money and food, little by little over a period of time. Since each thing he did was a smaller offense, they would add up and one day I would just explode in a reaction trying to defend myself. Then he would say that my reaction was me abusing him. He would also say that I overreacted to the very last smaller offense that he made when really it was a reaction to many small offenses daily over time. Number 72, when I found him sexting the local community person, he told me I was trying my best to get over you. I asked him, why were you we trying to get over me when we are still together? He said, why are you doing this to me? Number 73, when I caught him downloading pics of a married ex, he says great, now you've ruined the relationship. Number 74, she would tell me I'm beautiful after spitting on me and saying I'm a bad person, that I only have my job because I get busy with my boss. She would always degrade me and then compliment me and It was like limbo all the time. Number 75, he used to say that I'm a miserable person and I have a mental disorder. I did show signs of distress and depression and trauma. He said I'd be miserable living alone and wouldn't be able to make it on my own and I would go into debt so I might as well stay with him because at least he could provide for me. Number 76, even if I would just say something like man traffic is crazy today, he says you're miserable, aren't you? Um, really? I don't think that comment calls for signs of being miserable. Number 77. I don't have any problems communicating with anyone else, only you, she would say. Number 78. Mine ignores things I ask him to do or not do. If he does do something around the house, he will do part of it and leave the rest. Leave tools and mess here and there and tell me I'm ungrateful and abusive if I say anything. He forgets things and then denies they were his responsibility. He makes comments about people needing to take mental drugs and such to other people and he refuses to honor my boundaries physically and then blames me because I'm so cute he can't help it. What do you think of all of that? I know it's a lot. I know there are a lot of you sitting there right now if you're still with me thinking, what in the world is she looking in my kitchen window? Maybe there are some of you who want to tell me that some of these things are things that survivors have also felt and said and done And you might be right, so please don't misunderstand me. Again, these are the experiences shared by fellow survivors, members of this family who have been right there in active gaslighting. So this brings me to the question of the day. The question of the day is, did any of this stuff feel or sound familiar to you? And if so, which ones? What would you add to this list? What are some other ways that narcissists gaslight us in toxic relationships? Share your thoughts share your experiences share your ideas in the comments section below and let's talk about it You never know who you can help with a simple comment as always Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me That's all i've got for you right now But before I go make sure you take a look at the videos i'm leaving for you right here and right here And while you're here hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together I'll see you soon